0: Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. John, the second chapter. The Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. In the temple, he found those who were selling oxen and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting there. And making a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews then said, It has taken forty-six years to build this temple, and will you raise it up in three days? But he was speaking about the temple of his body. When therefore he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the word that Jesus had spoken. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he was doing. But Jesus, on his part, did not entrust himself to them, because he knew all people and needed no one to bear witness about man, for he himself knew what was in man. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Tony Massanelli.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. In the opening verse, verse 13, the Passover of the Jews was at hand. This is a signal that something big is on the way. This has to do with Jesus and the cross
0: and, and Him
1: fulfilling the ceremonial law and becoming for us the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Passover is at hand. Jesus goes up to Jerusalem. There in Jerusalem, he sees money changers sitting there in the temple. He makes a whip of cords. He drives them out of the temple. He pours the coins on the ground, runs out the animals. When the dust settles, Yahweh has come back to his temple. God has fulfilled the prophecy, for example, from Malachi 3. He's returned in a new and better way. This is the Word made flesh who tabernacles among us. This is Jesus Christ, the Messiah of God, who will shed his blood on the cross, pay for the sins of the whole world, so that by grace through faith in him, you're forgiven, you're saved, you have eternal life. Three key elements we want to touch on here in this reading. First, the Lord will suddenly come to his temple. Jesus comes to the temple to signify that he's going to replace the Old Testament ceremonial system. He's going to do that on the cross. In Zechariah 14, there's a prophecy that in that day, there will be no more traders in the house of God. No more trading, no money changing, and so forth. Jesus has to come and to turn them out to signify that that day, the day of the Lord, has come. But there's another element to this as well. We, according to the flesh, are conceived and born in sin. Article 2 of the Augsburg Confession states that original sin is itself a vice and is sin. We're all born, conceived and born in this. We want to justify ourselves. We want to do the work ourselves. We want to be okay. And uh, if we sense somehow that we're not, we want to work our way out of it. want to pay God back. want to earn His forgiveness and mercy and work our way into heaven. Jesus, in turning out all of this, because that's what this system is, the money changers are there, the animals have to be given, we want to give, we have the piety of giving the right money, sacrificing the right animal, earning God's favor. Jesus runs all of this out and stands there in its place as the mercy of God toward you and me. We can't buy our way in. We can't work our way in. There's no way to earn or deserve God's favor, but rather it's granted to us by grace through faith. In Jesus Christ. Uh, the second element that we want to take a look at in this passage is not only that, that he has cleared the temple and he's replaced that system, uh, but that as the Lamb of God who takes sins of the world, Jesus will take into himself the full wrath of God for our sins, and his shed blood will wash us clean. So because of grace he faith in him, his completed work on the cross and his righteousness fulfilled his perfect obedience is granted to us as our very own. So our shame is gone. Our guilt is gone. Our sins are gone as far as the East is from the West. What, whatever there is that we think has been clinging to us and hanging on and driving us down, Jesus has taken into him himself and canceled on the cross. There he won the victory of a sin, death, and the devil. And that victory is granted to us, even that victory, by grace through faith in him. The third element is, destroy this temple, and I shall raise it. The Jews say to him, what sign do you show us for doing these things? Do a miracle. Prove yourself. Who do you think you are? Jesus answers enigmatically. This is verse 19. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Not the building, but the building of himself, the tabernacle of himself. He will raise it up. He rises from the dead after his crucifixion, suffering his death. As the first fruits of the resurrection and the life to come, to demonstrate to us his complete victory over sin, death, and the devil. Once we were slaves to fear, once we were under the condemnation of the law. But now, as Paul writes in Romans 8, verse 1, now there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He has canceled the sin debt that was against us. He has removed our sin from us and made us clean by grace through faith in him. You are forgiven. You are saved. You do have eternal life. This text, the cleansing of the temple, this this is huge. Jesus goes there for Passover, signifying what he's going to do eventually on the cross. The setting for the Passover uh, shows us that uh, the story here is being introduced. It's separate from the wedding feast that precedes it. Uh, and it also concludes with a mention of the Passover. The one who clears the temple of these sacrificial animals is none other than the one John the Baptist declares, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, in chapter 1, verse 29. And as the one true paschal sacrifice, the place of the Lamb becomes the place of sacrifice. He is the new temple in the flesh, the Lamb slain on the cross for you and for me, is yet living. He has risen after three days. Together with the Lord God Almighty, He takes His place on the throne and shares in the one heavenly rule of God for all eternity. We have confidence in this. God keeps His promises. Your sins are forgiven. Your guilt is removed and your shame is gone because of the Lamb of God, who does, in fact, take away the sin of the world. In Jesus' holy name, amen. The peace of God that passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen.